Welcome. Thank you for joining us for this episode from Avondale Baptist Church. We are so happy to be sharing the Word of God with you and hope that this message is a blessing to you. And now, here's Brother Richard. Happy Mother's Day. As I was reading some of those statements, it's tough to be a mom be a grandma, great-grandma, or even a spiritual mother. I think back of the ladies that were important in my life, especially my mom. My mom is here this morning. And uh, I wish I could sing you a special mom, but you know my voice ain't very good, so uh, I love you too much. Uh, but what a beautiful, special and amen, and, and uh, just thinking about moms, the ladies that God has placed in, in my life over the years, you know, uh, uh, my mom definitely uh, has raised us being a single mother, and it's ever since I was like in sixth or seventh grade, and, and uh, my mom always instilled in me the importance of just working of just how important it is for uh, a man, especially a man, uh, to work and, and, uh, and just loving me in a way that uh, is, is just, it's who God used my mom to build me up in this character that I'm in now, you know, and, and my aunt, her sister, uh, she played an important part in my life too, uh, uh, I would stay the night a lot over there and and uh, just seeing uh, how she was with her kids and uh, just taught me a lot and also my my grandmother uh, that uh, I used to spend a lot of weekends uh, with at her house and and uh, she always told me that I was her favorite grandchild, but I think she would say that to all her grandchildren but but in this case, I was her favorite. Okay, so any of my family, I was Mimo's favorite, okay, and so, but it's just so exciting, and then as I was getting older and, and uh, uh, just started uh, in, being introduced to this man named Jesus and, and just really uh, giving my life to the Lord and, and also see the, the men in my lives who kind of uh, walked along, but uh, the ladies, who became my spiritual mothers. Um, it was just amazing, the impact. You know, my Sunday school teacher, I was until I, I was 23 years old when I received Christ. And when I went to my first adult Sunday school class that I had no idea there was even a, such a thing, you know, and I went and, and there was this sweet lady, Janelle McWhorter, and she just loved on me and my family. She was our Sunday school teacher, and, and she was teaching the adults and uh, the young adults. And, man, she just loved every single one of us and always prayed for us and just taught us uh, just biblical stuff that I had no idea that even existed at the time. And then, of course, there was a whole lot more uh, ladies in my life, but... 
those are the, the important ones, beginning with my grandma and my mom and my aunt, you know, the family. And then God has blessed me with an extension of other ladies in my life. And then, and then into the present time of I have a lot of uh, ladies here that uh, are my spiritual mothers. And I'm just blessed to have every single one of you in my life. And I want to thank you for that. Avondale is blessed with some uh, wise, godly women here at this church. And, and I pray that the younger ones, male or female, like uh, we would uh, get connected uh, with the wiser ones, the ones that uh, are mature in their faith and that we could grow and, and they could walk alongside with us. It's called this journey called life and help us through weaving in and out of life when life can be so challenging, right? So chaotic. What a joy it is to, to just think back. What a joy it is to, to see all the ladies here this morning. And we want to wish all of you, I want to wish all of you on behalf of Avondale Baptist that you would have a blessed day today. And so we're going to be looking at characteristics of a biblical woman or a biblical womanhood. And, and before we get started, let's just pray. Father God, we just thank you and love you, Father, for who you are, what you have done, and what you are going to do. Father God, we thank you for the ladies that you have brought in our lives, especially here at Avondale. Father God, we just pray that we would just continue to build relationships with them. Father God, that we seek wisdom uh, from them. We seek guidance from them, Father. And Father God, I pray for any ladies here that, that feel like they may be alone on this special day. Father God, I pray that today they would know that they are never alone, that you are with them always, and that you love them. And so, Father, I pray for this day to to take the opportunity to minister to their spirit, Father. Father, I pray that all of us here this morning can leave knowing that you have placed special people in our lives. And because of that, Father, we're thankful. We're so thankful for all the things that you have done, especially the people that you have placed in our lives. And so, Father, we love you, and we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So we had a special breakfast this morning that some of the men at Avondale cooked. And, and uh, just like some people won't allow me to sing in this church, there's some men here that won't allow me to cook either. So I didn't get to take a part of that, but I did get to eat, though. It was really good. And then that's just a small token of, from Avondale to the ladies. But we also want to give you a, a special flower, a carnation, and a bookmark. So I'm going to ask all the kids to come up here. We need your help this morning, kids. All of them. Yeah, even the, the bigger kids, too. Why you got to come us out? Come. <laughs> and you know what? Also, the sons can come. If you have, a, if you have your special mother here, come on and... Don't worry, kids. He's a big kid. 
And what I'd like for y'all to do is grab a, a carnation and a bookmark and give it to the special lady in your life, whether it's your mom, your grandma, your spiritual mom. But we want every single lady in the church to get a flower and a bookmark. And uh, oh, I was going to get my mom one. Man, you beat me to it. It's okay. Hey, there you go. Make sure we want every single lady in the church to have this special gift. Get this special gift. Every single lady. We want to make sure you get one. And so, yes. And this is just another small uh, gift from Avondale and also uh, Pam and Aubrey in their Sunday school class. They provided these lovely bookmarks with the ribbons. And please, give every single lady here at church, have one. And we have some, and we have some left over. And so, if there's somebody special that you want to give after the service, you can definitely get one uh, and take it to that special someone. Is there any lady here that hasn't received a flower and a bookmark? Does everybody have one? We want to make sure everyone has one. Okay, after church, Johnny, you can get one. All right, we want to make sure everybody has one. Beautiful carnations and and if you were reading if you were reading the countdown it had a uh, some uh, some some quizzes and it said the number one flower that is given to a Mother's Day is carnations and so that's pretty interesting I didn't know that I I just learned that and so uh, ladies this message is is for you. It's so important how important it is. So important to know how important you are. Not only to your family, not only to your church, but to your community and to God. I know that a lot of you struggle with things uh, just because of just life in general and i want you to know that jesus loves you every single one of you and you are ladies a lot of you are the pillar in your house we 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 are living in a world where a lot of ladies have to play both roles as the mother and the father. We see the ladies uh, leading in, in church attendance. We see ladies leading in, in Sunday school teachings. We see ladies leading uh, in our communities and, and, and in, in their homes and just in the churches. We, we see how much work ladies do and put. And then they also have to go home and take care of their families. And it's a non-stop. You know, Exodus 20, 
verse 12 is just, we're not going to start, we're going to start there, but it's just a quick, and it says that in Exodus 20, it says, Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God has given you. This is part of the Ten Commandments that God has has given to Moses on the mountain, and, 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 and it's one which speaks to the relationship of children and their parents. And we have to honor our parents. We have to honor our mothers. It's a commandment by God. And it's not just one day set out of the year to do it. We should honor them Every single days of our lives. Why? Because we can benefit from that. We can benefit from knowing that biblical command to honor our mothers. See, God has placed our mothers over us as a practical point for life. Mothers are the foundation for our lives. They are meant to, to teach, to teach us, to lead us along with the help of our Heavenly Father. Men, they are our helper. They are here to help us. Praise God that God has sent me a, a helper because could you imagine if I try to do it all on my own without a wise woman behind me, helping me. Yet, our mothers, our biblical mothers, they point us to the one who created them and has entrusted in their lives the blessing of bearing and holding and loving and supporting and preparing children for the task that God will entrust to them. It's a very important role that mothers have. Very important. And our command is to honor them that we might be entrusted with a long life as well. Mothers, we are so thankful Ladies, we are so thankful. We are so thankful for who you are and what you have accomplished in life. You are here this morning because you have a love of a father. You have the love of a Christ in you. You don't have to be here this morning. But you chose to be here. And these are just one little ways that you are setting the example, not only to your children, but to the younger generation. And so I am thankful for you to being here. That says a lot. Also, a blessing of a mother is seen by her faith. Mothers, how is your faith this morning. The blessing of a godly mother, of a godly woman, is seen in her faith. For she models it to her children. She models it to her family. She models it to her church. 
to her community. Oh, the faith. This truth is one of the greatest traits that I have got to experience with my grandma, who started this journey called uh, church. I remember my grandma used to take me to church. I would have a drug problem because she would drug, drag me to church, right? Like, ah, oh, Remo, I don't want to stay the night with you on Saturday night because if I have to stay with you on Saturday night, that means I have to go to church with you on Sunday morning. But it started there, and I didn't even know it. We're going to look at 2 Timothy. If you want to turn to your Bibles in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses that we're going to be looking at. Starting off, and this is a letter to Timothy from Paul. And we're just going to see some traits of a biblical woman. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3, it says this, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience. As my forefathers did, as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, And I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. See, Paul recognizes why Timothy had so much faith in it, why he was the way he was, right? Why, it was because of his grandmother and his mother. Timothy's faith was seen in the blessings of the godly women in his life. And I wonder if it wasn't because, if if it was without them, would they have been different? Could it turned out different? But we see that God raises up mothers. God raises up godly women to train and to bless. And we see that God raised up Lois, the grandma. And then the grandma raised up Eunice, the daughter, Timothy's mother. See, the faith that was, on, that was exhibited in the grandma, it also extended to the daughter. Generation after generation coming to know Christ, coming to have faith in God. One of the things that we struggle with in nowadays is, is uh, generational curses. And it could be of all sorts of types of, of curses. But you know what? Can you believe it? There's, if there's ways to have generational cursing curses, did you know that there's also ways to have generational blessings? Right? 
And that's what we should be shooting for is having those generational blessings that we leave with our kids, that our mom wants for our our kids, our grandkids. We are living in a world now that there is too much generational curses happening. I remember when I uh, became a believer at 23 and, and I've already had two uh, young, beautiful boys and, and just working. I want my children to know that it's not normal to have a kid out of wedlock. It is not normal to have a child without being married because it was normal. I saw that with my sisters and those thought it was normal and we thought no big deal. And when God revealed to us and gave us new perspective and, and what it means to, to uh, uh, have a relationship with Christ. And, and remember, I talked about that, breast, that breastplate of righteousness that, that we have to protect our hearts because why? Because we have made been right with God because of what Christ has done and that we would want to do right things that's going to bring him honor and glory. And so we teach our kids differently with biblical standards. We work with so many kids here at the shop where there are some kids that their grandma or their grandfather or their dad are in prison and They've already accepted the fact that, well, since my grandpa's in prison, my dad's in prison, I'm going to prison. That they already accepted that, and no, that's not what God wants. That's what the enemy wants to tell you. He's like, you know what, since your dad was this way, your grandpa's this way, your great-grandpa was probably this way, chances are you're going to be this way, and so you might as well accept it, and you might as well deal with it, but that is not the case. Generational curses. We see it too many times. But I want you to know, mothers, that you can play in a very important role where you can God where you can be used by God to break those curses. It's what the what does God say on the matter? Is what counts. Is that what we should be? Mothers, you have a godly opportunity and a blessing to share your faith in the lives of those that are close to you, your children, your, your grandchildren. And they will be blessed because of you. And I want you to know, ladies, that it's never too late to do the right thing. We need to see mothers with a genuine faith, a genuine faith that leaves an impact on your children like it left an impact on Timothy and Paul saw the impact that was made. And so I want you, ladies, to exhibit genuine faith to your children. Genuine faith to your children. 
Another thing that comes to mind is the blessing of a mother is, is seen in, in their character. Character is seen in the actions of a biblical mother. The intent of her heart and hands of our mothers are, should be the extensions and, and the heart of God. And this passage in Proverbs 31 is the most famous passage for biblical wives and biblical mothers. In Proverbs 31, if you want to go there, we're going to look at a few of these verses. We honor our mothers, right? We honor the ladies that are important in our lives, and we see that people's lives can be changed by uh, experiencing the faith of those mothers. We see their faith. And now I want you to see the characteristics. In Proverbs 31, verse 10, it says, Who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. So he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil in all the days of her life. An excellent wife, Solomon shares. And we know, because we, we know that he knows about wives because he had quite a bit of wives, right? Which we don't do that anymore nowadays, okay? Just letting you know that. But he had a lot of wives. And if anybody knows about a virtual wife, it would be Solomon. If he knew what the, the meaning of a wife, it would be him. See, an excellent woman is one who knows how to grab heaven and apply it to earth so that life becomes better for everyone under her influence. I want you to know this, ladies, that an excellent woman is one who knows how to grab heaven, to reach for heaven, and to apply it in her life, and to apply it to her kids, to her husband, to her home. And it influences everyone that is close to her. Her value, he says, are more precious than fine jewels. She has the home, the family is important, and she benefits it with all of her actions. She blesses her husband, and what is the outcome? Her husband trusts her. He trusts her because of all of these fine characteristics that we see. And a God-loving, God-fearing woman. We live in a, in a time where it's so hard for us to trust. But when you, men, find that godly woman that knows how to bring, that knows how to connect to heaven and bring heaven down to earth, 
man, you better hang on to her and love her and honor her. Kids, you have a spiritual mother. You have an earthly mother that loves God. You hang on to her. You grasp her. And you learn from her. Another characteristic that he shares is her tireless efforts. In verse 15, it says that she also rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. And she considers a field and buys it from her profit. She plants a vineyard. Oh, what a blessing of a mother that is. A mother that does so much for you. For her kids. I remember all the times that my mom and, and my grandma, if I was hungry, they, they would just make, whip something up real quick. It doesn't matter what time of day it was or how late at night it was. They would cook something or serve me something. And I think about that on these verses that she also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household. So many times I don't deserve that kind of service with my mom. As my mom will be one of the first ones to tell you, I wasn't perfect, right? <laughs> I caused a lot of trouble. And there was even times where I was rebellious. I remember times where I would not come home when I'm supposed to. And I remember this one particular incident where uh, I came home kind of late. It was probably 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, and we didn't have cell phones back then. And so, you know, you couldn't just call your son or your daughter or your mom. And I remember coming home <laughs> late, and as soon as I open the door, I'm trying to be real sneaky and just try. I hope I don't wake up my mom. And, and I open the door and boom, she's right there. She was worried sick. She was so worried that I could tell that she was just spent hours just crying, not, want, not knowing where I was at. Rising up in the middle of the night for caring and for loving you. So many times we stay up late, worried about our children. Worried about the safety of our kids, our family. We just want to make sure that they're okay. Many different shifts, many different hours, times of the day. Not only will she have to go through all that, but also have to work to provide for us. Sacrificing for our good, and that's what these scriptures are talking about. A godly woman, a woman of God will sacrifice. She will sacrifice herself for her house. 
I see it in, in Becky going over and beyond for the kids. I pray and, 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 I, and I hope that you see it in your mother, in your grandmother, or that spiritual mother that is in your lives that will go over and beyond and you see that the love that she has for God, not only do you just see it, but you experience it through her service. Oh, what a beautiful thing it is. Solomon is saying that a godly woman does much for her family and for the ones that are close to her. See, a godly mother has a character that matches her faith. When we see our mothers, when we see that, that spiritual mother in our lives, that we, see, that we see God in her, right? In the next verses, in verses uh, 25 and 26, it says that strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness, strength, and honor. See, strength is a term that refers to her physical and her moral qualities. She's a strong woman in every sense of the word. She's a strong woman. A godly woman is a strong, not only just physically, but morally and spiritually. <clears throat> Some uh, translation says dignity. It's a quality that others respect. What a beautiful thing. It's a strong character in regards to her life and her actions to others. Solomon says that from her mouth and the heart comes wisdom and kindness. The word wisdom refers to loving instructions, and the word kindness speaks to what is pleasing. And gracious. So from the life of a godly woman, we will see love. We see pleasing instructions. We start seeing the, the characteristics of God and the ladies of our lives. Oh, it's such a beautiful thing. And then in Proverbs 31, 27, it says this, She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. See, the greatest mark of a godly woman is the reception that she has in the eyes of her children and in the eyes of her husband. At the end of her days, her actions, her words and deeds, her prayers, her influence, and even her own love speaks to the person she is 
and who she is. And see, being a woman of God, her children, her husband, honors her. They declare her worth in their speech for all to hear. She's special in many ways. Now, I know, ladies, that those are a lot. And the thing is, is that we cannot be that way on your own. But it's through Christ. It is through Christ that we can be, or you can be, not we, not because I'm a man, but that you can be the woman of God. That Christ calls you to be and to be that mother, that grandmother, or that spiritual mother to the people in your lives. And as you get a hold of that and you understand that you yourselves are loved, that you yourself is called for a special purpose. And that is to love God and love others and be Christ. And as you allow Christ to work in your life and you let Proverbs 31 be the verses that guide you to be that godly mother, that godly woman, you'll start transforming. You start having the likeness of Christ. You start being that Proverbs 31 woman. And you'll be able to see lives being changed. You'll start seeing generational curses being broken. And you see those curses be broken, you'll start seeing generational blessings that God will lay not only in your children, your children's children, your children's children. So as we end this morning's service, I want to do something a little different. As we're coming to an end, as I began this service and talked about how how much a woman... uh, does in in the lives of their children and in this community and how we're seeing so many uh, homes being raised by women that have to do both the mother and the father's job and how the women are leading the way in in church and how they're leading the way in the community and, and teaching and women you have a lot and so this is what I'm going to ask as We are closing, and we thank you, those that are online, uh, for joining us. We pray that you have had a blessed Mother's Day, and we're going to end without being online. But, man, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask every male to stand up. And we're going to do something. And this is going to be our closing. 
you lay your hand on, on, on some, that lady that is close to you. And, uh, man, I'm going to ask, if you don't have anybody, please have, stand next to someone that maybe doesn't have a male uh, in their lives, and we're going to pray uh, over them. And so if you could go and get somebody uh, that sta- stand next to someone that needs a male, you can go ahead and go uh, right now. Because us men, we have the job that we need to lift the ladies up in our lives. Men, we have the job that we have to realize that God has sent women in our lives to help us. Not to be a point where, where they put her in our lives and that we just make them do all the work. Because that's not biblical. The ladies in this church, the ladies in our lives, and the ladies in this community, they're here to help us. They're not here to do all the work. And so our ladies has a lot on their shoulders. Our ladies have a lot on their shoulders. The enemies are the enemy is coming after them. They're coming. We see it in the in the lives of our children. We see it in the lives of the of the kids at the shop and in this community. And we have to pray for our ladies. We have to pray for our women. And we have to come together in an agreement that the Holy Spirit will come and intercede on our behalf to give the ladies the strength that they need to endure the things that they endure. And so let's pray. Father God, we just thank you and love you, Father, for who you are, what you have done, and what you are going to do, especially in the ladies of our lives, Father God, especially the ladies that are by themselves, Father God, that they feel like they may have no one there uh, to help them, Father God. Father God, we come in an agreement with you, Father God, that a shift will be made in these ladies' lives where they know that they no longer know that they're not going to be by themselves anymore, Father. Father God, I pray for these ladies in the church that they would be encouraged to be a spiritual mother in the lives of the young children in our church, to be spiritual mothers in the lives of the, of the kids in their community, Father. And Father God, I pray for these mothers. I pray for these grandmothers. I pray for the ladies, Father, that they would know that they are not alone any longer. Father God, us men have been lazy for too long. And we have been allowing the ladies in our lives to do all the work. And so, Father God, I lift up the men of this church. I lift up the men in this community that we will begin to work with our spouse. That we will begin to work with our spiritual mothers. And truly walk alongside with them, Father. Father God, I pray For every single lady here this morning, Father, 